Alright, welcome to the Get Rick Podcast. Back with the Elani 1995 Fantasy Football League Week 5 Review and Week 6 Preview. Um, on my predictions, I went a paltry 3-3. Three and three. So uh, let's start from the top. First game, I beat Clyde against Chark Week. Grant put the hurt on me with a 111-98.5 to 98.5 win there. I was sort of right in the sense that he came in a little bit under projections. He didn't have Aaron Jones on a bye. He actually took out Josh Allen, too, because like the possible COVID cancellation. Ironically, Teddy Bridgewater actually gave him about four and a half points more than Josh Allen. So I was right about Tyler Boyd and Allen Robinson being a little bit limited on their matchups. What I was wrong about is my whole team being a piece of shit other than Russell Wilson. Oh, and the San Fran defense being a negative too. That that doesn't really help. I don't think I've had the injury bug as bad as most other people, but my second pick, Julio Jones, has been shit other than his first game of the season. So it's been a common theme this year where everybody's underperforming. Anyway, next game that I was right about. TB determined 134.66 win against the walking ER to 125.12. John pulls out the win. Good move putting Herbert in instead of Brady. And Metcalf is looking like the best goddamn receiver on the planet. Miles Sanders and Jonathan Taylor, as I had mentioned, did have bounce back games. Took on a game Bryce team though, cause, uh, Todd Gurley had some good points. Diggs, not bad. Overall, a lot of, uh, double digit scorers on, on Bryce's side, but not enough to take down the high week, which John finally won one. All right, next game, my team's a damn shame against Roy's fantasy team. I was wrong about this one, but it was in no small part to Dak breaking his ankle. So Royce lost by 0.82 points. No sympathy here since I lost by 0.06 earlier in the season. So take it and shove it, Royce. Um, on Stanton's side, Josh Jacobs and Mostert were his good performers along with Roethlisberger. Marquise Brown, pretty good game too, 16.8 points. On Royce's side, Tyreek Hill was 16.8. Will Lutz was the second highest with 15, and everyone else was about 13 or less. Again, largely because of that going out early, though. Next one, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Gallup in the Woods. Leanne kind of crushes Danny a little bit, 128 to 97. This one I did have Leanne, so I was correct about. All around pretty good performances. The one that I was worried about was Jarek McKinnon, who did take a backseat to Mostert again. 17 or more from Dalvin Cook, Chase Edmonds, Travis Kelsey, Robert Woods scored a touchdown. I think he's had that positive touchdown regression this year. And Kyler Murray with 28 points. On Danny's side, his team almost looking like mine with, you know, he's got the good quarterback in Mayholmes. Not a whole lot else. Three players with uh, single-digit points. Defense with negative points. So kind of just like my team because I had a couple people in the 15s too. So, yeah, we need to do some work here. Next game, Breeze in the Trap against LaMarvel Universe. Fairly close game. Ryan wins by about five points. I did go with Brent on this one, so I was wrong again. I didn't want to go against Lamar Jackson, and he underperformed with 17 points. If he does his projection, Brent actually would have taken that, so I was completely wrong on that. He had strong games with Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin. They are volume monsters, so that's one thing to watch out for moving forward, at least until CMC comes back for Carolina. On Ryan's side, decent game from Drew Brees. He's not the same Brees as before, but 23 points is enough to take the win. Thielen with a strong game with 20, almost 25. I think he had two touchdowns there. 
And Robbie Anderson, solid performer, 15.5. But you know what really sets Ryan apart is that Baltimore defense so far with 26 points. Man, did I make a fucking mistake not drafting them and going with San Fran. And last game of the week that I was correct about, Deshaun of Kamara virus against Popstar, not a doctor. Aaron pulls out the 116-102 to 102 victory. Deshaun Watson scheduled lightening up in terms of difficulty, so he had 31 points there. Aaron's... um Three-headed monster of running backs. Not bad. James Robinson underperformed a little bit. He still had the volume. He did uh, come in well under his projections, but it was enough to take on Jared, who basically, I think Matt Ryan is the problem. He's gone up against some soft defenses where you'd expect him to get some points. Seems like all the touchdowns go to Gurley. Doesn't help that Ridley's dinged up and Julio was out too. It's tough, but I think he's got to pick it up there. Maybe look on the waiver wire. There should be some pretty decent options out there that are going to give you more than seven points. Anyway, that wraps it up for week five and on to week six preview. All right, for the week six preview, let's start from the top. We have IB or Clyde against TB Determined, me against John, the commish battle. I'm catching John in the best week possible because he's got Metcalf out, Damian Harris out, Michael Thomas out, all on buys, and even Herbert. On my side, I do have Russell Wilson on a buy who is fucking my basically my whole team. But I am projected for a 118 to 111 advantage. I do see a ton of green on my side when you look at the matchups. Um, John does have Miles Sanders going against Baltimore. I'm going to go with the green on the matchups and lean on myself, which has not worked out very well. I might stop doing this shit. Next game, my team's a damn shame against the walking ER. All right, we got some people on by for Bryce, Tyler Lockett, Darren Waller. Those are going to be some pretty big gaps for him to fill. And on Stanton's side, he's going to be out a kicker. So he's got Aaron Rodgers back. Devontae Adams expected to play. Yeah, I'm going to have to lean with Stanton on this one. He's got the 96 to 84 projection advantage. I'm sure that's going to even out a little bit once all the buy players are replaced. But I'm going to go with the team that has a little bit more firepower. And shit, he's got Rodgers and assuming Adams is going to play. That might change things if he doesn't. But for now, if he plays, I'm going to give him the advantage just based on that. All right, next game, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Fantasy to the LA Fantasy Team, Danny against Royce. We have Danny with a 102 to 62 projection advantage. Royce does have two buy spots and his quarterback spot is empty. Looks like he could plug in Jared Goff at San Fran since San Fran sucks. I think once you plug in all the bye week stuff, they would actually be fairly even. When it comes to this, I'm probably just going to lean with Danny uh, and Pat Mayholmes. I don't see anything huge jumping out as far as matchups other than Tyreek Hill at Buffalo. Yeah, Royce is having a lot more people out on buys. I'm going to give the advantage to Danny in this one. Next game, the Gallop in the Woods against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. That's Leanne against Aaron. Leanne, the 112 to 91 projection advantage. Looks like Aaron has Hunter Henry out on a buy. Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, New Orleans defense, all out on buys. So this could be interesting, especially with Cam Newton still as a COVID out. And on Leanne's side, she looks like everyone is pretty much good to go. Julian Edelman hurt. Oh, Dalvin Cook hurt. That's a big one there. 
It's kind of a tough one. I am probably just going to lean with projection here. Aaron doesn't have his three-headed monster this week, so it'll be a little bit interesting. I'm going to lean with Leanne. Next game, Breeze in the Trap against Shark Week. Ryan against Grant. Ryan has a disadvantage on the production, 95 to 120, basically. We were talking about Le'Veon Bell getting released yesterday, so he's down a running back there. And he's got a lot of buys with Joshua Kelly, Kyle Allen, um, Drew Brees, Justin Jackson, all out on buys. And he still has Eckler and Chubb on IR. So he actually has only Devin Singletary right now needs to pick up something on the waiver wire as far as running backs. He's ending up starting Gronk at tight ends. It's not like he doesn't have some strong players, though. I mean, Baker Mayfield has looked pretty good recently. Uh, Thielen, C.D. Lamb, Robbie Anderson, good, all good receivers there. That Baltimore defense goes for 20 at times. So, I mean, shit, you never know. But I am going to lean with Grant. Looks like he's got his full fucking lineup for the first time since the beginning of the season. He's got Josh Allen, Allen Robinson, A.J. Brown is back. Zeke and Aaron Jones at the running backs. Johnny Smith at tight end. And Daryl Henderson has been a really good pickup for him, even though he's splitting time with two other running backs. So I'm going to go with Grant on that one. And that wraps up the week six preview. If I keep taking fucking losses, this segment might be done. Okay, goodbye.